Today on episode 364 of the Computer Tutor Podcast, have you ever heard of the deep web or the dark web? Well, they aren't the same thing. Welcome to another episode of The Computer Tutor. Tips, tricks, and advice from a computer pro without all the tech talk. And now, here is your computer tutor, Scott Johnson. Hello there, my friend, and good morning, and welcome back to the Computer Tutor Podcast. I am your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson, and on this podcast, I like to show you how to do cool things on your computer. And today, we're going to go deep and dark. And we'll do all of that without talking in that silly technical terminology. My main day job is fixing computers, and I have a lot of clients right here in Florida, but I have more clients all over the U.S., and that's because I can fix almost anything without even leaving my home office. So whenever you need help with your computer, just give me a call, 727-254-9078. Or you can always email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And today's tip can be seen at my website if you go to computertutorflorida.com forward slash 364. So let's get started. One of the podcasts that I listen to regularly is called Darknet Diaries. The host name is Jack Resider, and he covers stories about what he calls the dark side of the internet. A lot of the stories typically go like this. A teenager is really into computers and the internet, and they figure out that a website or a program has a security weakness, and they find a way to exploit that weakness. And this means they're able to get into the private network of a large company, or even the government sometimes. So they go in and poke around, and they might figure out a way to make money from this. Of course, all of this is highly illegal, So they eventually get caught, and they go to prison, and when they get out, they get hired by some big company as a consultant for their internet security. So they are now using their computer skills for good instead of evil. And all the stories are verified and accurate, so it's a pretty interesting podcast. And with me being a longtime computer nerd, this kind of thing has always interested me. Now, you use the internet probably every day. We all do. But what a lot of people aren't aware of is that there are basically three different internets. The first one, and the one everyone's familiar with, is called the clear web. It's the one we use all the time, and it's also called the surface web. And what this is, is most websites. Like when you go to Google and do a search, that's the clear web. Or when you watch a YouTube video or read a public blog... This is all stuff that's available to anyone who wants to see it, and it's the clear web. But here's an interesting little fact. The clear web, or surface web, makes up about 4% of the actual internet. Wait a minute, just 4%? So what's the rest of it? Well, a big chunk of it is the second internet, and this one is called the deep web. Now, it's pretty likely that you've also used the deep web. Maybe you use it every day as well. This is content that's available, but only to people who have specific access to it. good example of this would be your online banking account. 
Of course, anyone can go to your bank's website, but in order to see the data that is specific to your checking account, you need to put in your password. So your data actually is on the internet, it's just at a deeper level so that the general public doesn't have access to it. Another thing like this is when newspapers put their content online, but they put it behind a paywall. So you might see a link to a story that you want to read, and you click to read it, and it takes you to the newspaper website, but after a few seconds, a thing pops up blocking that story, and it says, hey, if you want to read all of our content, just get a subscription. And you can try us out for just a dollar for the first 30 days. But whatever the terms are, there is content on their website that requires some type of special permission in order to read it. That's the deep web. And the third internet is called the dark web. I would guess that you have probably not ventured into this internet. It's kind of like this. If you picture the overall internet as a big city, like Chicago then the dark web would be one of the really bad neighborhoods. You really don't want to go there, because that's where bad stuff happens. The dark web is where you would find people selling illegal drugs. It's where pedophiles go to exchange pictures and videos and other information. It's where you can go to buy a virus. Or if you're a terrorist, you can go there to communicate with other criminals and make plans, like to invade the Capitol or something. Most of the stuff that happens on the dark web is stuff that legal, law-abiding internet users don't want to have anything to do with. Now, you might be asking yourself, okay, if all this stuff happens on the dark web and the authorities know it's happening, why don't they just go there and find these people and arrest them? Well, it's not quite that simple. And that's because one of the big features of the dark web is anonymity. There's a thing called the Invisible Internet Project which allows people to host a website anonymously. So there might be a website that lists heroin or cocaine for sale, and the police can't see who actually owns or operates that website. And there's another thing called the Onion Routing Project. This allows individual people to use the internet and access those websites all anonymously. To do that, you have to use a special web browser because you can't be completely anonymous when you're using a traditional browser, such as Chrome. This special browser is called the Tor Browser, and T-O-R stands for the Onion Router. It hides your IP address so that when you access a website, your access can't be traced back to you. And, of course, anything in the dark web that's bought or sold is usually done using cryptocurrency, such as Bitcoin, since that too is mostly anonymous. Pretty easy to see that when people want to do something illegal and not get caught, they think of all these things. But, of course, many of them are stupid enough that they still get caught anyway. So those are the three internets. You use the clear web every day, and you probably use the deep web pretty regularly, and you've probably never used the dark web. I'm the same way. I have no interest in venturing into that bad neighborhood. And on my other podcast right now, there's a pretty scary story about something that happened to my guest, Kira. One night, she was walking to work in downtown Portland, Oregon. It was completely dark, and that's because it was 3.30 in the morning. She thought everything was fine, but then she realized that she was not alone. 
You can hear that whole story on my other podcast called What Was That Like? And it's available on any podcast app, and that includes Spotify and Pandora, or at the website at whatwasthatlike.com slash 69. And if you want to contact me, that would just make my day. You can email me at pctutor at gmail.com, or you can call my podcast voicemail line. That number is 727-386-9468, and you can leave a recorded message there anytime, day or night. That's it for this episode, but I'll be back here in two weeks with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a suggestion for a future topic, you're welcome to do so at my website, computertutorflorida.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free Monday morning email newsletter. If you have a computer problem, give me a call at 727-254-9078. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. Thanks again for listening, and have a great week. God bless. Instead of the John, I call my toilet the gym. That way it sounds much better when I say, I go to the gym every morning.